Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Oh, that's good. Delicious. Today is Tuesday, July 12th, 2022. And, uh, well, big news in our household is my mother has COVID. Um, I, the first time that it's hit my immediate family, I guess, guess everybody's getting it now. Um, <coughs> so they caught it pretty early. She hasn't felt too terrible, tired, headache, a little bit of a fever. She is, um, you know, twice boosted four shots. So, and they've got her on Paxlovid. So hopefully she'll kick it pretty quickly and it won't be a big incident. Um, it reminded me though of an incident from fairly early on in the pandemic. It was after lockdown had let up. So I think it may have been summer of 2020. And a lot of the restaurants around Santa Fe had opened again, but they'd also created all of these socially distanced outdoor spaces. And I went to dinner with my friends, Megan and Charlie, and they, uh, we went to the compound and the compound had set up these tents, those, you know, like the kinds you get for parties, they'd set up tents with tables in them. So we've been hoping to like sit on the patio, you know, just have drinks on the patio and hors d'oeuvres and stuff. And it turned into this whole, um, we couldn't because the patio had been taken up by the tents because in case it rained, I guess, but we were having a good time and we were talking about New Mexico had a mask mandate very early on. So, you know, we were talking about people wearing masks and not wearing masks. And the young man came up to fill our water glasses. And there was something about, uh, where we like, we're explaining our conversation to him. We're like, Oh, uh, you know, we were just uh, discussing masks and we appreciate you wearing yours. And cause all the servers were really, but we were sort of, you know, like sometimes you randomly include the server in your conversation. And he said, oh yeah, he said, we we're all wearing masks cause we have to. And he says, but I figure, um, you know, there's not a lot of point in it because sooner or later we'll, we'll all just have it. And there may have been more to it, but it was really kind of funny because we went from being jovially optimistic and compliant to this like complete downer and the young man left again and, uh, and Megan said, well, that went downhill fast. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> bit unexpected. And now I feel like sooner or later, we're all going to have it. Right. He was, um, oddly prescient, uh, which I don't attribute to any foresight of his, but, uh, seems to be the, the case at Megan and Charlie's wedding. Somebody asked the morning after 
when we were all kind of like sitting around in a big circle nursing our hangovers and uh, somebody said so has everyone here had COVID already <laughs> which I thought was a funny question and I think several other people did too because people were like no and and I said not to my knowledge and a couple of gals said yeah not to my knowledge you know if we've had it we've had it asymptomatically there are mosquitoes buzzing around me this morning they're getting on the laptop screen so um, hopefully everything will be fine it's fine everything's fine so um otherwise things are going pretty well we're struggling with our internet we had this outage from Xfinity a couple of weeks ago with a big storm I may have mentioned that and ever since they restored it it's been um different and weird and <laughs> this morning I can't connect to it at all so I'm doing this through my hotspot I'll have to discuss with David he when I got home last night it was a very frenzied evening for me um because I knew it's going to be a busy day anyway it's kind of a busy week a lot going on and I think I get so used to not having anything going on that having a lot going on always feels like much so I got to um got my words in which is great and the writing went fairly well finished um talked to grace on the phone uh, for the first time in a long time and that was really nice we talked on the phone for about for over an hour and I had to leave for my very important Manny Petty had an appointment at three so I just kept talking to her in the car and um got there did the Manny Petty got back home at 4 30 left the Jag running outside the garage because I didn't know if the airlock was on because Jackson will escape if uh, he's in the house and the airlock isn't on and it's if you've been listening to to this for a long time you know that um, my Jag battery uh, is drains fast it's like something to do with the old car and my mechanic has told me that it's much better to leave it running if I'm driving it for less than 20 minutes at a time. So if I'm going to like go in the house and make sure that I can open the garage door I just leave the car running. So I go in and David starts talking to me about the internet and how we need to change the administrator on the router and he wants to know what email address I've been using on to you see the hummingbird humming hovering over my head that's very nice if you're on video getting very nice hummingbird shot there coming in for the feeder <laughs> it's funny uh, <laughs> so you know he's like changed the password but he doesn't know what email address I'm using for it and you know and it's like one of those communication things where I sit down and look at it and he's like is it a capital J or a lowercase J for the email address and you know so I try that one and he said no I think it's supposed to be capital J and I'm like eh, I don't know that's it and he said well that's the email you're using for the router and I'm like I don't fucking know what the email address I use for the router 
and I've got this thing at five that um, bag of giving deal and time is ticking. It's like 20 minutes till. And I said, I need internet. I have to do this thing at five. So he's undoes whatever it is he's done. And fortunately I could get on the internet in time. So, uh, you know, so then I like go pee and put on lipstick and I sit down and I get there like right at five and we're doing setup and we're doing things and we're getting everything figured out. And it's, uh, you know, like five twenty. I, I did manage to pour myself a glass of wine because I have high priorities and, uh, <laughs> and it's, we're going to start at like five twenty five. And it's like 520 and I said, um, can I have a couple minutes? Cause I haven't explained to David any of this. And they've told me it's going to take three hours, which I did not know it was going to take that long. And so I, I said, can I take a couple minutes? And they're like, well, only one or two. And I said, okay, you know, that's plenty. I just need to go talk to David. So I go in and explain to him, this is going to be long, but, um, I can eat dinner after, or if he wants to bring dinner into me, whatever. And, uh, he's going to go to the store and we talk about that. And, uh, and then I realize, do you realize, oh, alert listeners? Yes. I'd left the Jag running. It's been almost an hour. Uh, <laughs> fuck my life. So I quickly ran out, brought the car in, turned it off. Then did this thing till like eight 30. Um, and during all of this, my mom had texted me while I was driving back and my phone had fallen on the floor and I'm trying not to look at my phone when I'm driving anyway. And so she texts me around eight 15 while we're still going in this game and says, you know, where are you? And I realized I never looked at that text, uh, from when I was driving back from the Manny Petty. And that was when she told me that she had COVID. So sorry that I didn't reply. Um, so it was just, it was just kind of crazy. Um, it was interesting playing the game. Uh, Kelly Robson wrote me into it. Derek Kunskin was part of it. And Derek is a great guy. Um, Michael Underwood and, uh, the game master was, uh, Gregory Wilson. I think that's right. Hadn't met him before. And so, you know, it'd been this thing where they'd asked us to do this and people would be watching and I never saw the interface where people were watching. I have no idea what's wrong with this eye. All right. So, um, playing the game, I had told them all that I am not a game player that I have played very, very rarely in my whole life. And they all said that that's not necessary, that I don't have to, uh, I didn't have to do any research to prepare that I could just come and play and that, uh, people would donate money. So I'm like, okay. Um, and I knew that it was like, I wasn't going to be any good because <laughs> I, I think with games like that, I overthink and we can, um, we can get to that, but, uh, I, as we were waiting, this is before I've remembered that my car is still running. Um, I said, well, can I tell you all my, uh, my game playing trauma? And they said, oh yes, please. 
and it's funny because I hadn't thought of this story for a long time. And Kev, I might tell you to listen to this podcast because I think you will be amused. Ah, oh, now I'm going to sneeze. All right. Sneezing accomplished. So I said, well, my game playing trauma, uh, when I was in high school with my very first boyfriend, um, my first love, not my actual first boyfriend, but, um, Kev, he and his friends were playing this game that they, that they stole, that they shoplifted. Um, and these were not poor people, but they may have been out of money. (laughs) And I was already in great disapproval that they had shoplifted this game and they were all agog to play it. And it was, this is so long ago that it was one of these computer games that you would play with like DOS commands. I mean, there's no graphics, nothing. Um, and you would just type in commands and it would do things. And so they, they convinced me to play this game despite my high dudgeon and (laughs) gave me a character because I think they wanted me to, you know, they wanted me to not take Kev away. You know, there was already some tension there with, uh, at least one of his good friends who felt very competitive about the time that Kev spent with me. And so I, my name is actually Jennifer. Many of you know that. And so they'd named my character Jennifer and she was a mage and, and I was just starting to get kind of intrigued because I had like these mage powers and could do things. And then all of a sudden the, we're like going down some tunnel or something and the DOS readout says a pit Jennifer dies. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what does that mean? And they're like, oh, well, you know, you didn't have enough power or whatever. We all fell in the pit, but you died. And I'm like, well, do I get another life or whatever? And they said, no, no, you're, you're dead now. And <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I remember this so vividly and I was so annoyed. And I, so I was telling them all this story kind of half in jest, you know, just saying, uh, you know, here's my game playing trauma and I've really never gotten into role-playing games. And, uh, Gregory said, uh, I mean, he was incredibly sweet. I, I, I'm hope I getting his name, right. Um, he was incredibly sweet and said, uh, I'm feeling like I should look up his name. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm getting it right. I was right. Gregory Wilson. I, um, remembered better than I thought. So anyway, Gregory took this incredibly seriously. And he said, um, he said, you know, game playing came at a time in my life, also in high school when I needed it very, very much. And in many ways it saved me. And so I'm really sorry to hear stories like this because of a bad experience. And he says, and there's, there are other stories of people who had bad experiences like this from inexperienced game players who didn't take things seriously and didn't take care of the other players. And I'm really sorry that happened to you. Makes me a little overclumped. I wanted to say, 
I mean, I nearly came back and said, well, it wasn't that big of a deal. I'd, I'd always thought of it as kind of a funny story. But but looking back, I'm you know, I wonder how much of that bad experience did affect the fact that I really never wanted to play any role playing games again. Um, and it's not if you do listen to this, Kiff, maybe I won't tell you to listen. Um, it's not your fault that your friends were mean to me. Um, you know, Brad was such a fucking ass, right? You know, uh, so competitive. Ugh. So anyway, it was an interesting experience playing this game. Um, and it did remind me of one of the few other occasions that I've played a game similar to that, which was also with Kevin, his wife, Linda, David and I, uh, went with them and a group of other friends, uh, up to, um, I can't remember what it was called uh, this old ghost town in the mountains where they did like the murder mystery dinner and you're supposed to solve the mystery. And both playing that game and playing this one last night, I find myself interrogating the people much too closely. And it's an interesting phenomenon because I know that the roles that they're playing, that they have certain kinds of information that they can give and, and Kev won that game at the murder mystery thing. And I think he knows how to abide by the game architecture in a way that I don't because I keep trying to interrogate people more closely and I think it's because I can tell they're lying to me. And so I'm always trying to extract what, what are they not telling me? And I suspect what it is, is that it it's that they're lying to me because they're playing a role. And so they're saying stuff that they know, is it true? Uh, so this is what I mean that I think I totally overthink this stuff. Um, it's, a, it, it's a funny thing, isn't it? So, uh, yes, a pit Jennifer dies. Uh, I did, um, kick ass with my bow and arrow and my quarter staff in the game last night. So cheers. Um, yeah. I know that's probably shocking to all of you that I may overthink these things. Um, I was also, um, I understand now more why so many fantasy writers generate books from their fantasy role-playing games. Um, which I do think has a certain stamp to it. And there were a couple of people who were like doing more to like be descriptive and talk about the storytelling type things that they were doing. And I, I feel like I, I did not quite get into that because, um, Gregory was doing a great job of leading me through it. And I think he was being especially tender with me knowing that I had this like terrible trauma from the pit in my teenage years. And at the end, uh, everybody congratulated him on being a great game master, which, uh, I should probably should have just echoed, but I don't know from good or bad, but I enjoyed it. And, and he, um, was walking me through stuff. But at one point he's like, all right, you know, cause I decided to rescue this deer 
and he said so what what are you going to do and I was like I, I don't know what to say <laughs> um and there was one other uh person who was um being much more descriptive and so I don't know it was interesting to play so that was my yesterday hopefully today will be a little bit smoother hopefully my mom will be feeling better hopefully my stepdad will catch it from her mm-hmm. and uh yeah and then I have to save this sticky note again for like Thursday. So uh yeah I'll go get to work get away from these mosquitoes and I will talk to you all on Thursday. You all take care. Bye bye.